from the locker room at the M&M Multimedia Studios, this is the Six Man Podcast. When it comes to technology, these guys are running the fast break. Now straight off the bench to save the game, it's your technology champions, Mike Early and Alex Johnson. Welcome, Alex, and welcome everyone else to another episode of the Six Man Podcast. We are your technology champions. If you've listened to us before, thank you and welcome back. If this is your first time, let me break it all down for you. We come off the bench as your technology advisors, and we bring in special guests, technology leaders, and help you navigate the ever-changing and crazy world of technology. Each week, we will bring on these guests and we'll bring different types of technology to help the business owner and the IT leader navigate that confusion and then see the value and also the challenges of each one of these technologies bring to your business, Um, more importantly, how it can help your business grow. So that is what the Six Man Podcast is all about. If you have any questions or feedback, you can contact us by email at info at sixmanpodcast.com or you can text or leave us a message at 239-215-4200. So today we're talking security, Alex. Hot topic. Very hot topic. Today in our starting lineup, we're going to have Evan Lutz, network security engineer from Sygent Technologies here in Fort Myers. We both know that this is a very, very important topic in the security uh, security space, more so than ever. It seems like we've jumped for, from where breaches were just, hey, let me get some information, to now it is a full-fledged monetary big business, and everyone seems to be trying to get it from hackers to even rogue nations trying to attack our country in different aspects. I don't think there's a day that we don't hear about a ransomware attack. You see it all the time, you know, not not only in the news, but you see it at the at the local level as well, right? Uh, many of our clients uh, who we have come into because they've had ransomware attacks, and we get them and we help them with those issues uh, and secure them as a client, right? Uh, but these hackers are equal opportunity employers, right? Uh, they're going after everybody, yeah, and it care. seems like the SMB or the smaller markets actually, uh, the hackers seem to know that they are the SMB market is a is a prime target because uh, understaffed. And under budget, right? And what are the first two things generally that get hit? Those are going to be your IT budget, right? Um, And so you're going to be weak there. And those hackers know those things, right? Um, And so so where do you go for answers, right? Right. Um, You know, and as business owners, right, they have to look... Uh, at, at what the data, what the value of their data is, right? With Without your data within the organization, uh, you and I have seen an article before many years ago, but I think it still rings true, right? 60% of companies or greater that have, uh, um, excuse me, have, have suffered a data breach of any significant size are out of business in six months. That's crazy, right? right? That, mean, that's, that's nuts. That's just nuts to think about, you know? Um, and I, I heard a security expert recently say that if a business owner isn't in touch with their IT and the security of it, the security of their business and their data. They better learn how to how to buy and sell Bitcoin because that's what the ransom people are going to want. Absolutely. They're going to want the Bitcoin. You know, according to Cybercrime Magazine, in 2021, a ransomware attack happens every 11 seconds. Mm. 11 seconds. That's crazy, right? right, right? right. And 91% of them come from some sort of 
email fishing, right? Or they call oh, right, it spear right, fishing, right. right? And no, it's not taking a boat off the wreck uh, here and uh, off a wreck in you know the Gulf going for to get your fill of a snap or a grouper. This is an intentional and it's serious business. Uh, where multiple bad guys are trying to infiltrate your business. Right. You know, when it comes to phishing attacks uh, and security, there are basically three common types, right, Uh, of of the email phishing attacks. We know pretty much what it is, but you still get caught, right? You still have people clicking on things, right? We, As we tell clients, and we've been told for years, right, the number one issue or security breach is this butt in this seat right here, right? And education is huge on that. Absolutely. Absolutely. We do have companies actually that specialize in helping educate and, and, and test your company to make sure your people are not clicking on those types of things. You are correct. So if you do have that problem please call alex and he'll set that up and and uh, yeah absolutely show, show you the different uh companies that do that type of stuff absolutely. but back to your fishing when the bad guys send out the the uh the spoofed emails or 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 they masquerade as a as 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 another sender right uh it targets hundreds of millions of organizations around the world and they just grab whatever they can grab and then and then hold on to it right you're directing you're directing legitimate urls that are are um scrubbed or 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 the last uh slash is a different url pointing you in a different direction but uh, you know a, a naive end user they've got no idea right uh, they're just clicking on things and that's and that's your client on the other side right and it comes from, they think comes from a trusted f- a source right? absolutely I mean, it looks like it's their boss it's a client that they do work with correct that type of stuff they just they kind of they do their research these guys are smart right it's 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 not just grabbing at straws these they have a they have a planned attack of how they um, attack millions at at one time um you know, so the 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 general email phishing, right? The crook registers that 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 fake domain and then mimics a genuine uh, organization, right? And that's where they send out those thousands of generic emails, right? Requests, um, and the fake domain, as I said earlier, generally has uh, a fake character in it, uh, or or some different verbi- verbiage. As again, the, the the typical end user is just not going to understand that, right? They're just not going to catch it. We had one yesterday from one of our clients. Oh right, said, hey, right. But- we've been hacked they hadn't been hacked correct right we set up the proper security for them but instead of dot com it was dot co right and it looked like it came from the the boss of this company yeah so years ago we we got in the habit with our clients as well and internally right any any email that looks even slightly strange first place you start you start up at the top right top top of that email and you and you look at the send the sent from right? right the sender you look at that email address right click on it look at it don't don't go to it don't send anything to right. it but just click around look at it does it look fake does it look weird uh if you just don't get a good vibe about the email delete the email call me if it was for me call me hey alex did you send me an email right. no i didn't oh okay good i'm glad i called yes i did oh i deleted it would you reset it absolutely right, right? um but you got to be careful and never download anything from a from a, a semi-suspicious or a fully suspicious email yeah. right it's just it's just common sense and and right. and more times than not the front line of security again 
our butts in the seats and is 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 common sense to begin with. Don't just be clicking on everything. Right. And I know it's a fast pace. We have multiple apps. We've got multiple things going on and people are moving at a fast pace trying to get work done. And right. sometimes that it, it happens, right? Yep. It's, yep. Even yesterday when that client called us, I took the call and I looked at the email. You know, They sent me a copy of the email and I looked at it and I'm like, wow, this is right. And I didn't I personally didn't even see the CO. Oh. Our tech person saw it at the end. And he's like, yeah, this is a fit spoofing email. Da, da, da. We, they weren't hacked. Oh, everybody was, remember that. Yeah. Mike didn't catch I it, but our tech it. did, okay? So <laughs> was, we're good here. We're good. Thank you. So, but it happens, right? Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that, you know, knowledge brings us, helps reduce the risk, right? That's right. And there's no way that you can educate and like I just said, I, I didn't even see it, right? So the average per- sometimes the, the other person – and I was looking for it, right? So if you're not looking at it, even if you reduce the risk by education, there's always going to be that time where someone else – someone's going to do the wrong thing, click on the wrong link, do the, something that they're supposed to do. Um, every, every, everybody's moving so fast, right? Not only tech, is technology moving fast, but, but employers expect employees to move fast, right? right? Get things done quickly. Absolutely. Right? So there's going to be a time working late, even the most diligent of people, right? You're going to misclick something. Absolutely. Right? Um, I, I tell, again, anytime I'm in a client's office, we all make mistakes. And if we're managing that environment and, and somebody clicks on something, don't just hide it and, and unplug your device and hope it powers off and turn back on. Please immediately call whomever your IT resource is and dive into it, Whether, regardless of how small you think it may be, right? If you catch it initially or, or as quickly as possible, right? It just hopefully does as, as, as little damage as possible. Right. Because what happens a lot of times is you unplug it from the network and you power it down and you power it back up and you think, oh, nothing happened. But the bad guys sit and wait. Right. They're not – they're right. just sitting there bad waiting. Bad actors just they're, sitting there. They're just bad actors yep. there. Yep. So it brings up the other point, right? A lot of our business owners, and we see it every day, we walk in, we talk to them about security, and we have a multifaceted, I guess, approach to security, right? You have the education, mm-hmm. then you have the endpoints, and everyone's like, oh, I have, I have antivirus. I'm right, good. Right, I'm good. Right. You know, I don't right. need that, right? Well, you're only as good as that antivirus if it's updated, Correct. right? Um, and there are some better than others. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That Absolutely. And even if you have a firewall, right, it's protecting your network. You're only as good as the update of that, that firewall. That's right. So that bad actor knows that. Right. They know, and they sit back and they wait. And a lot of our business owners, unfortunately, out there go with, I'm a good, put my head in the sand approach, that it's never going to happen to them. Right. And we're going to tell you right now, it's going to happen to you. It's just a matter of time before they, the bad guys, get you. Um, whether you're educated or not, you have to have the right approach to having the right technology or security in, within your business. What's well, again? It's a it's a it's a multi layered right approach. You you hear from uh, you know lots of other MSPs in the world, right? Uh, it's it's a, it's a stacked or or as I said, a layered approach, right? right? They talk about their security stack. There's six seven products in there, and sometimes not all from the same manufacturer right or 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 software manufacturer right right? uh they're going to other 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 providers so that they get that cross-reference layer absolutely yeah so i mean you don't want to be the reactive part right not with security absolutely not security because it's going to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars millions of dollars depending on the size of your company it's going to cost you your business you want to be proactive, right? But you also – you kind of want – and it does – we all, we all know that it comes to the cost, right? It comes down to budget. Co- Absolutely. A budget, right? 
But as you're proactive, and you need to actually be, start to become adaptive as well, right? Because you're proactive and you're doing everything. You're making sure security updates and all that stuff. But, you know, you have to know what's going on in the security world, right? And that's where companies like us can help you and bring in the right security experts that can help you be that adaptive, right? And based on your budget, we can suggest and bring in the right security platform. And like you said, it could be multiple different types of companies that do that for you. Right, right. They all work together. They all have one common goal is to make sure you as as a business owner don't have to go buy Bitcoin. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No, no kidding. And, and it's not even buying Bitcoin. It's also bringing your business to a halt. Right, completely. Right? And right. there's no guarantee even if you buy the Bitcoin that you're going to get your data back. Or if it's going to be all correct or, yeah, or yeah. Yeah, any so of it. There's so many right? things and, that and, go and into let's, that. Let's say you get it back perfectly well. You've still got a day or two of still downtime that you've got to bring it all back in together. And right. what is your strategy after ransomware, right? How do you, how do you rebuild? I mean, you know, we, we help clients with that as well. God forbid something happens, but what is the strategy should something happen, right? right. You have to put those things in place as right. well. You have to have, a, <clears throat> you have to have a, a strategy. You know, we're, we live in hurricane alley, right? right? So we have a disaster recovery for our clients. If yep. something happens, a hurricane wipes us out. You literally have to have that on the security standpoint. Yep, and I think you need that more so now than you do even having a hurricane yep. strategy. I, yep. I really Hurricane do. party is fine with yeah. me. You know, whatever. <laughs> we love to have a hurricane party. So, hey, with that said, let's bring in our guest today, all right? A former high school math teacher turned ethical hacker who now works <laughs> as a hacker. network security engineer for Sigent Technology, a cybersecurity firm based here in Fort Myers, Florida. He specializes in the development and maintenance of their cross-platform detection and response platform. Uh, we would like to thank and welcome Evan Lutz from Sigent Technology. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. Welcome, Evan. Glad to have you today. Evan, let's jump right into it, bud. So you're the security game expert. It seems like it's literally a war out there, right? Um, to keep the security up on the network, keep vulnerabilities at a, at a, at a minimum, and uh, keep the bad guys out. Um, what, what, what are some of the, the, the hot security vulnerabilities that you're seeing out there today? So a lot of what we're seeing, particularly when it comes to small to medium businesses, is while there are certainly vulnerabilities and things like Microsoft Exchange servers, there was a a big vulnerability that happened recently with that, um, that was exploited by, gosh, like everybody and their grandmother, it seemed like, um, from every size of organization, from very, very large, like Fortune 500, all the way down to you know, small to medium businesses. A lot of what we're seeing is just really basic stuff like misconfigurations, um, having services and open accessibility to your network on the outside that should never have been there in the first place. Um, and these are things that with a little bit of review from somebody who knows what they're looking for can very quickly identify these things and patch uh, and patch those those holes on the network. Before you came on, we were talking about, uh, you know, business email compromise, phishing, and how it leads to 91% right now of ransomware compromises today. Um, what are some of the small business best practices regarding to security? What should they be doing? Yeah, I love the conversation that you guys are having about 
fishing. I mean, it's, it's such a big problem. Um, and this is something that I not only read about regularly in news stories, but this is something that we see firsthand, um, sometimes from clients, usually it's from future potential clients. They're calling us after the fact and we start retracing and going through the process of figuring out, okay, what happened? Why did you get compromised? Oh, well, it's because there was this link. I thought it was the CEO said it was really urgent, had to download this thing, um, fill out this form from HR da, 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 and then all of a sudden it's a, it's a, a, um, a, a Microsoft document that's got, uh, like the malware built into the background stuff that runs that you don't see. Um, so that phishing is a, a huge concern. And so I think as it pertains to phishing specifically, it's really important to focus on end user training. And I really can't stress this enough because even with all of the best security protocols and appliances in place, it's an ever expanding landscape insofar as you might have perfect antivirus, perfect firewall, and somebody might take their email with them on their phone. And when they're at home on their phone, checking their email, what's going to protect you? The only thing that's going to protect you in that instance is the knowledge that the individual has in order to not do something that can end up damaging the business once they bring that device back onto the network. And then there's also other things like having, like, like you guys alluded to, having a good firewall in place, having a good antivirus. And for both of those things, there's a huge spectrum from not so great to absolutely fantastic. Um, but it's also really important to note that there have been two things in common with every hack that's happened in the last 10 years is a firewall and antivirus in some capacity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So clearly those things are not enough on their own to be able Absolutely. to fully prevent an, an attack, which is why what you guys were saying earlier is so good that defense in depth are having layers of security. So that way, if you do get through one layer, you've got something else that stops the threat actor before they can cause any real damage that will ultimately put you out of business in you know 60% of instances. Yeah. Right. So, I, I mean, we we propose a lot of times to uh, on the firewall side is to make sure that it's a monitored firewall. Monitored and managed firewall. Managed, right. 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 <clears throat> so there's a security operations center looking at the activity. So they they're they're stiffing the to make sure that if someone does click on something and it's hidden in this little place, and then they start actively creeping out into the network, it gets caught, isolated, and you know fixed. So. That was the final shot of the oh. half. Uh, Coach is telling us we got to run into the locker room for a commercial break. So we're going to take this moment and pause with Evan at Sygent, and uh, we will be right back. Hello. Hello never sounded so good with Ring Central, the leading provider of business cloud communications. Our powerful, easy to use platform provides secure and reliable business communications at your fingertips. Easily manage and route your calls, message your team, switch to video, communicate, collaborate, and connect via any mode, any device, and any location. Make Ring Central your MVP. Message, video, and phone together. Ring Central. Work together from anywhere. 
Welcome back to the Six Man Podcast. We have Evan Lutz from Sygent Technology here in Fort Myers, Florida with us, and we are talking security. Yes, we are. <laughs> security. It's, uh, it's such a fun game. We're, gl- we're glad to have you on our team, buddy. Uh, Evan, so, so, so tell me this. Um, we're talking about email security, emails, phishing, all that fun stuff. What about recently or sometime in the, in the, in the recent past there was a microsoft exchange uh, vulnerability or a or, or a hack that went down can you uh can you tell us a little bit about that yeah i'll tell you what this was masterfully done so what what happened was there was a vulnerability that was being exploited by on-premise exchange servers all around the world. And so Exchange can be set up in one of two ways. Either you can set it up in a Google-like way to where you're using Microsoft Exchange, but you're going to like Microsoft servers, you're getting your email from the internet, or you can do it to where you have Microsoft Exchange and you're getting your email from the Exchange server that you have on your local network. So this only impacted those who had their exchange servers on the local network. When that happened, um, there was an exploit for this externally facing web server to where they would run the exploit and it would give them access to what's called a, a web shell to where they then got internal access to the device based on what they were doing um, interacting with the web server but it all happened in the logs from the web server so for 99 percent of security analysts and those looking at the data like myself um, these instances looked like normal bad web traffic because when you have a service that's open and available on the internet, you're going to see bad things happening to that web server literally thousands of times a day. And I can't underestimate that. Even our small shop that we have here in Fort Myers, Florida, we're a company with about 50 employees. We've got a couple of fake services on the outside of the network that are honeypots that are intended to look real so that we can see who's doing bad things in real time thousands of hits every day and they all come from new ips all the time because they're constantly rotating changing over their infrastructure so that they can't be detected as quickly uh and so what we were finding with the exchange hack is that normally when you have a hack the traditional cycle ends up being you have your server it's compromised And then you have what are called beacons to where now from here, it's sending messages out to its command and control infrastructure where they can then hook onto that and then remote in. The difference with this is they had the external server and then they would hit it, get their remote access and then cut the access just to make sure that they still had access to it and that it hadn't been patched yet so that they could then go and sell those IPs on the dark web for then a ransomware as a service company would then buy that IP, take over, infiltrate, and then hopefully to them propagate the network. Wow. 
flip the switch and ransom all of your data. So for that reason, it was very, very different because there were none of the signals going outbound to check in to make sure that it was still compromised. It said they kept coming from the outside to check in. And because of that, it evaded just about everybody's detection. Um, it was really, really masterfully done. Wow. Wow. That's inc- impressive. I, want, I wish these guys would uh, be an ethical hacker like yourself. Right? <laughs> Imagine if we were able to uh, take all the time and energy and everything, the, the brains that these guys have, and, and put it to a, a good common goal. Um, I think Seriously. We as, a, we as a society would be way, way far ahead. <laughs> exactly. There's, um, there's so much money in ransomware. I mean, we're talking to the tune of like trillions of dollars a year that are spent on ransomware. And like, and, and this is, it's such a sad thing to see. Like, I remember there was a guy who called us one time and he was saying, oh, well, we had somebody click on a link in an email and we got ransomed. And so we were able to back up, you know, we had backups for some of our devices. We would back up this one and that one. He's like, but they, uh, it was like uh, uh, a company that did like architectural, like drawings, like, um, And they had like an eight terabyte NAS that was not backed up. And he was saying, oh, well, you know, they got our NAS. Like, what can we do? Like, can we get that? Like, how can we get that data back? It's like, you can't. You pay the Bitcoin. And even then, you pay the Bitcoin and you hope that they give you the keys to decrypt your data. Because at the end of the day, you're sending money in very large amounts to somebody with zero morals who you have no idea who they are. Right. And everything is completely untraceable or realistically untraceable. Right. And I, and I, so go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say being a situation where say you pay them a million dollars in Bitcoin. If they don't give you your data back, what recourse do you have? The only thing you can do is pay them more Bitcoin and hope that they actually give you the keys the second time. Right. I I agree. And I think this whole transition from where people have been hacking networks, right, since the Internet, right? I mean, right. And but the onside of cryptocurrency now allows people to be anonymous before they couldn't do that because you know they call the fbi the fbi is doing the trace of all the money and they can you know you tried to do a bank draft or whatever you're going to do to pay that uh person off they just couldn't do that but cryptocurrency has really opened up because they can be anonymous they could be anywhere in the world and you pay it and you hope and pray yep right exactly exactly so in that sense, we, we see a lot of different businesses getting hit by ransomware and uh, these security breaches. But um, now everybody should have some sort of security platform. But in what verticals um, do, do you think or see that need the most uh, data security out there? 100%. So I would say, like, at least from like a, a compliance and, and regulation standpoint, there's a lot of mandatory stuff already focused around um, the financial sector and in healthcare. I mean, both for like ethical reasons, because you are controlling information about people's money or people's health. So, really, you should be doing everything that you can to protect, like, 
that information just from from an ethical standpoint. Um, but they are also prime targets. Financial information sells for huge money on the dark web because while ransomware is super common, it's still not the only way that threat actors make money. And one of the best examples of this was the Target hack that was uh, like the story leaked by yeah. Brian Krebs that happened a while ago. The, and in that, they didn't they didn't ransom the entire network. What they did was they propagated around. They um, got control of the uh, point of sale devices and they found out that there was a misconfiguration like you we were talking about earlier, except it happens everywhere. It's not just small businesses. There was a misconfiguration and then they were able to take that credit card data and shuttle it to a particular point on the network where they were able to then ship the data out. And then they sold just an insane number of credit card numbers on the dark web. Um, so these are all these are all things to 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 be aware of. But really, though, from the Verizon data breach investigation report that comes out every year, year after year after year, not only are the number of instances of compromises going up every year, but the most common target is always small to medium businesses because they're the lowest hanging fruit. So it's like, yeah, if you can ransom Apple if you have the ability to do that, of course, you're going to have the, of course, you're going to, you know, you're going to take that opportunity, but gosh, a lot of people want to ransom Apple and they know that and they've got a lot of money. And so they try really hard to make sure that you don't do that. So that's a very different consideration from trying to ransom uh, a small shop somewhere in Southwest Florida by the way, whose externally facing servers are accessible from anywhere in the world. It's even though the payout is going to be much smaller. So you ransom them and you only make $10,000. Well, geez, like making $10,000 for something that only took you 10 minutes of work because of a blatant misconfiguration or an open vulnerability that's sitting on the outside of the network. That's begging somebody to take advantage of you. Like, that's just a, a good return on like a good return on time spent as opposed right. to trying to hack an Apple or a Google and then ransom them for hundreds of millions of dollars, which those things do happen. They're just a lot more few and far between because they've got a lot more tools in place to prevent those things from happening to begin with. Right. And that's I mean, that's how they got the target was through their local one of their local uh, HVs. Yeah, it was VACs, the, it was. Right if I'm there. not mistaken, it was the facilities management company that they Which outsourced to, and like you know the guys that take care of the AC and all that, yeah. right? And the security. And so it was yeah, ex right. exactly. Yes, exactly. It, yeah, it ended yeah, up yeah. being um, a very a very very interesting case uh, where they had a third party um, that they had a, a portal open on their website for third-party vendors and then by accessing that portal they were able to get information from the thermostats of like their refrigerators right. but they were able to access that information by accessing the devices directly and that's okay how they got as as opposed to what could they have done instead well they could have set something up to where all of these thermostats 
report the necessary information to the web server. So that way, when they log into the web server, they just view the necessary information. Instead, they just gave them direct access into devices internally on the network. And then by doing that, they were then able to pivot around. They had a lot of other problems that have presumably since been resolved. A lot of information that was leaked out from when Verizon did a pen test after the fact. Uh, And a pen test is like uh, an adversary simulation where you have good guys like me. um, We'll go into a network and then act as if we're bad guys to see what the bad guys would see so that you guys can plug those holes before the bad guys are able to take advantage of those things. Nice. Nice. Well, Evan, so um, we find that companies very often, right, have a either a, a shortcoming in their security set, set up or they have an issue going on right now that they're not even even aware of. In our, in our final shot here with you, can you tell us how does Sygent help the small business, medium businesses with that? Absolutely. So, like we already talked about, the one thing that all of these hacks have in common in the last 10 years is they all have antivirus and they all have a firewall. So while they're helpful, clearly those two things are not enough. What we offer as another layer of protection, we have a um, uh, an, an XDR platform or a cross-detection and response platform to where not only are we looking at your network traffic, not only are we blocking bad things that we're seeing that are already getting past your firewall, which is why we're seeing it. Um, Not only are we reporting to our uh, security operations center in AWS, but we also have agents that will be on your individual endpoints to where as weird and bad things happen on those, we can see those types of traffic as well, which are going to give us a whole nother layer of protection of things that otherwise would have flown under the radar. Because all it takes is somebody using something like an open availability in your firewall to get into the network and then disabling your antivirus for them to have nullified all of your protections. So by having somebody watching your traffic, by having something on the network that's also evaluating what's happening on the endpoints. It just closes the gap to the number of ways that a threat actor can fly under the radar to be in there long enough to cause damage that could ultimately put you out of business. Nice. Right. Nice. Well, if uh, you are a business owner or an IT leader and really truly want to see what Sygent has to offer, please give Alex a call and we'll set up a time to bring Evan and we'll sit down and talk and evaluate your network and really show you what uh, Sygent Technologies can do for you guys. So, Evan, this is the last question for you. We ask every guest, who is your favorite basketball player? It doesn't need to be the greatest, who your favorite is. Okay, who's my who's my favorite basketball player? Um Boy, this is probably going to sound really basic, but I'm a sucker for LeBron. Okay. I think right. Well, listen, there's not a wrong answer to that. Though. Right. I don't, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I think the the stuff that I'd player. seen, I haven't, I haven't seen a whole lot of basketball in the last uh, couple of years, but man, the stuff that I'd seen from LeBron, like, was just 
absolutely incredible. Like Man, we are gonna get, the way gonna get, he was able to carry team from this. like anything yeah. I've ever seen. Sorry, bud. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> he can't. <laughs> no, he can't carry a team yeah. for sure. What are you? Eight, nine championships in a row, ten in a row, or something? We played in something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. No. He lost like, most Justin, of them, but you know, <laughs> that's okay. just an insane number. Like it, no, the fact listen, that he's he a great basketball player. He, like it's just unbelievable. Totally. One of a kind. Totally, totally. Well, thank you so much for having uh, coming on board, Evan. Thank you, Evan. thank you so much. Security is such a hot topic. Um, as we said, and encompasses so many different types of aspects in the, in the business, I am sure we are going to bring you back for a deeper dive on security. Thank you, Alex, for a great show thank once you, again. Mike. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Dominate with technology. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to contact us, reach out at 239-215-4200. That's 239-215-4200. 4200 or email us at info at sixmanpodcast.com. This segment of the Six Man Podcast is brought to you by the production team and Eminem Multimedia. At Eminem, we make media that makes you learn, laugh, cry, or buy. <laughs>